Good morning, my friends. Uh, today, the gospel reading continues with uh, the image that we've been speaking of since Sunday of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. And it's just that uh, expanding and opening up even broader and broader Jesus' identity as the shepherd. And we hear his voice uh, as sheep and we follow him. I want to focus on, um, on the first reading, the Acts of the Apostles, um, how the sheep began hearing the voice of Jesus and the flock begins to grow. So we see something really significant happening today. Um, we see the beginning of the church in the, uh, the, the city of Antioch. And it was alive. The spirit was alive. And now we've got to remember they're in the midst of severe persecutions. Stephen, the first deacon, or one of the deacons, has been martyred. And people are just freaked out. So they begin to scatter, right? The persecutions have now begun. And so, uh, so there was great turmoil. There was fear. They were you know, fleeing for their own lives. Um, but yet in the midst of it, the Spirit of God was moving in powerful ways. And it says at the end of this reading, it's in Antioch that the, the, the disciples were first called Christians. Right? We take that word for granted. We think that we've always been called a Christian. What does a Christian mean? It means to be a follower of Christ. But before Antioch, they were called people of the way. They were the people of the way. Why? Well, because Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. Right? They were following a different way from what ancient Judaism had established and from what the pagan and the Gentile um, communities had established. They're, they were following the way of Christ. And so they were called the people of the way up until today. So we've got to realize that um, the Spirit of God the Holy Spirit moves powerfully in the midst of persecution. Whenever the church is going through hard times, when people are being persecuted, that is usually when the church rises up in her most glorious splendor. And that's what we see today. We see this young man by the name of Barnabas. He was going to Antioch, and he arrives to, in Antioch, and he sees the grace of God. And he rejoices and encourages them all to remain faithful to the Lord in firmness of heart. This has got to be pretty remarkable. The church is being persecuted. Stephen is now dead, the first to be martyred. And now all of a sudden, the Spirit of God is raising people up in a powerful way. And Barnabas goes in and sees the Spirit of God all over this community. And what does he do? He encourages them in firmness of heart. Like, don't have a weak heart in the midst of persecution. Don't have a weak heart in the midst of trials and tribulations. The encouragement of the church, the voice of the church, the voice of the shepherd is always in the midst of trials and tribulations. Be firm of heart. Have a strong resolution. When we suffer, we suffer as Christians who don't suffer with a sense of hopelessness, but we suffer with a sense of hope. Because we believe that Jesus has indeed risen from the dead. And that changes everything. And so they had this firmness of heart being preached to them. And it says something really great about Barnabas. It says, for he was a good man. It speaks of Barnabas's character. He's a good man. How great it would be that people would know us as that. As a good man, a good woman. Filled with good character. And he, it says he was filled with the Holy Spirit and faith. Man, it just shows that he had a single-hearted love and devotion for Jesus. 
the belief in the resurrection was real. He was willing to lay down his life, as was all the other apostles and disciples, as was Stephen, as was so many of the early Christians of the church. They believed that Jesus was who he says he was and that he had risen and conquered death and prepared a place for them in all of eternity. And so they were willing to lay down their life for that. And they had firm hearts and strong resolutions. And so maybe that's our desire today in the midst of uh, the uncertainties, in the midst of the world that has seemed to be turned upside down. Um, I can testify that the faith has increased amongst the people. Confessions are on the uprise. People are turning to the Lord in powerful ways. The faith in people's hearts is what was once maybe mediocre and slacking and we take it for granted has now been firmly uh, established and resolved and people are aching and longing to never take this wonderful gift that we have for granted. And so with that, just to end on a real positive, real uh, encouraging note is that we have received word from the bishop of our diocese that we will be able as parishes to offer outside masses this weekend. Check with your own parish. Check and see what the time might be, if they're going to offer it or not. We don't have to. It's given an option. But look, um, many parishes will have mass for the first time since the epidemic has started um, outside. And what a powerful powerful weekend this is going to be as we begin to see, as Barnabas saw, the Holy Spirit uh, remaining with the people in a powerful way. So be on the outlook. We will be doing a Mass here at St. Thomas on Sunday. Um, so uh, just be on the outlook. Follow us on Facebook and uh, follow the diocese as well as we continue to, uh, to bring forth uh, what this is going to look like in each of our parishes as we live in the Spirit of Christ. Um, and we have our hearts resolved in firmness of heart. Amen.